Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself and Life with me, Jody Misiak. Today, I'm going to be honest here, I'm a little embarrassed to share this story, but I feel like I should. Maybe somebody out there needs to hear this. And I think it's also very important that I show and share that I'm human and I have weaknesses. And just because I'm an empowerment coach and, you know, I talk about self-love and taking care of our bodies and all that fun stuff, I need to show and share that things aren't always perfect. Actually, there is no such thing as perfect. So I'm just going to be honest and, you know, share my struggles with sugar. So here's the truth. Over the winter, possibly into the fall, I'm not sure when it all went down, maybe even in the, the summer, I let sugar take over my life again. So I know, and this is, I think, the embarrassing part, I know how not great sugar is for our bodies, my our minds and everything. And somehow I have um, been, become a slave to my sugar cravings again. And uh, it happened when my son like the two years where my son wasn't sleeping through the night, I leaned on sugar so hard, like donuts and things like that, super starchy, super sugary treats um, that became an everyday thing, like just to stay awake and stay energized. And I use like quotations around energized because it's just fake, right? It just falsely makes you feel like you have more energy. And you don't. So anyways, I I don't, again, I don't know exactly where this happened. And I know in January I was doing really well. I was going for hikes and I was making smoothies with like amazing green awesomeness in it and like green smoothies and everything like that. And I just don't know. Anyways, I'm recording this shortly after Easter and I've come to the realization that it's like, whoa, I, I need to break up with sugar. I need to say goodbye. Now, it's going to become, you know, somebody I walk around and say, hey, hi, now and then. I'm not going to be completely cutting out sugar because one, I know that when you, I personally, I can't speak for anybody else, but when I say I'm never going to eat this ever again, then my brain is like, oh my goodness, but like you need, anyways, so I don't, I'm not swearing off sugar forever, uh, I'm, but it's going to become, like I tell my kids, sometimes food, like where you rarely eat it. <laughs> so like it's become a special treat, something, you know, we eat every so often. So when we do have it, it's very enjoyable instead of just something we eat all the time. And it's a struggle because, you know, there's studies out there that say it's more addictive than cocaine, sugar. And this is why we struggle with sugar. So I am at the beginning of this sugar, like breakup with my sugar. Today is the first day actually that I've committed uh, to doing it. (laughs) So here I am sharing about it. And I know that I will follow through because I've done it before. However, I needed to do, like I needed to make a commitment to myself Tell my husband so he doesn't like go out and buy me special treats. And I'm like, oh, that was sweet, but no, thank you. <laughs> this way it just doesn't come into the house. I'd be like, this is what I'm doing. And obviously, you know, we'll celebrate my son's birthday and we'll have different things and I'll allow myself a piece of cake. But it's become an everyday occurrence. 
And what am I going to do? Well, one, I'm going to hunker down, like hunker down, like just really dive deep into self-care. Uh, I'm going to do EFT, so tapping, emotional freedom technique, and on any time that I am craving it. Because again, it is an addiction. It, it's really, we our bodies crave it. And the funny thing is like, oh, I'll just have one thing. And then once you have sugar, you want more sugar. And it's really crazy. And I, I do want to share here that I actually, before all this, I think it was in the, it was definitely last year, I wasn't even having fruit as sugar. Like I'd have some berries here and there, but I even kept the sugars from fruit away. Like that's how far I went, like the other way. And I decided that I, I and my body, um, because we need to listen to our bodies when we do things like this, my body needs some form of sugar. So I'm going to allow to have fruit as well. Like whenever I, I have a craving for sugar is I'm going to lean on fruit. So when I say sugar, I mean like refined processed sugars. So no more candies or cake or sweets like that. And, and cho- dark chocolate, every, you know, so, so it's just a matter of like, for me, it's making a commitment to myself. And I know that when I make a commitment to myself and then I tell the people around me that this is what I'm doing, I have more success. And I know it might feel weird that I'm sharing this right on the brink of doing this, but I wanted to share it. And then hopefully I will remember, I actually make a note and I will share uh, how how I do in the next, in the next few months maybe. And uh, yeah, and just see how it goes. So, but I know I've done this before and I completely like wrote out sugar. Even, uh, even I've even cut out processed grains like completely before. So it's finding a balance. I usually, I tend to go all or nothing. Like I go one way and it's like almost too far. Or actually it is too far. I go one way too far and then I go the other way too far to counterbalance the way I went too far. Because I don't know if I shared this on the podcast, but I actually had some, I've had some stomach issues that I'm going to be um, seeing a natural path about, but I actually was eating a raw diet, like all raw vegetables and things like that. I barely cooked any food a few years ago. And then I actually started having stomach pains. And then I realized that I, that eating broccoli and cauliflower hurt me a lot, like insane, like gas pains in my stomach, like wake me up in the middle of the night kind of pain. And at first I thought it was gluten and things like that. So it's really important for us to listen to our bodies. It's also important not to always follow what other people are doing. Like I felt really good on a plant-based raw diet, like really, really good other than waking up in the middle of the night with stomach pain. And then I've done some research and I've talked to people that understand digestion. And I was doing this in winter too, where I was eating raw food. So anyways, there's, I might get some emails about this one because it's all con- controversial where we we all have our ideas of things. And what I've decided is to really just instead of listening to outer outer things it, um, for when it comes to food is to really listen from within, tap, and really get clear on what my body needs instead of what people have told me because I've read so many f- books about food, what you shouldn't eat, what you should eat, what, you know, just everything. And they all contradict each other, right? It's like, you know, eat this and eat this and eat this. And then the other one's like, don't eat this and eat this instead and all this stuff. So I've had this like tug of war. And the one thing though I know for sure, 
and everybody is on the same page as this one, is sugar is not your friend. <laughs> it may feel like your friend, but deep down, it is like that person that acts like your friend. And then every, like the moment you leave the room, they're talking behind your back and plotting, you know, some crazy things. It's not your friend. And I know this, like I've been feeling sluggish and not as motivated and just, ugh, like, right? And it has, it's doing with sugar. Sugar is, sugar's just not great. Uh, like I said, fake energy, false energy, a false sense of energy. And, you know, yeah. So it's time for me to break up with sugar. And what am I going to do? So I'm just going to give in case somebody's like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? In case you want to break up with sugar too. Is one, is I'm being gentle with myself. I'm trying my best not to judge myself or beat myself up for the sugar I did eat. And I did actually, I'm going to be honest here, I did allow myself to have one last day. Like I knew like, okay, this is a day I'm going to have sugar. I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> like, See you, sugar. There's the door. So I allowed myself one last day knowing that, and I know one's like, well, why? You know, like, you know, sugar's bad. So it was just for me personally, that's what I did. And so again, I'm going to, Lean into my self-care. Journaling. Journaling is really good, like especially if you're frustrated about like, why do I not get to eat sugar when other people eat sugar? My kids are eating sugar, whatever you're feeling. Uh, because things are going to come up when you stop doing something. It's anytime, you know, you're starting or stopping something, it can be a real struggle. So it's being gentle and loving to yourself. But not using self-love as an excuse to eat sugar. I've been there, done that, and it's not fun. Those two years, like I said, where my son wasn't sleeping and I allowed sugar to be my friend, I thought, I was like, well, I need this. Like, I'm not sleeping. I deserve this. And, you know, I love myself. And I was using self-love as an excuse and that like self-love is loving our, ourselves and our bodies. So I'm not saying don't eat sugar. And if you love sugar and it's doing things for you, awesome. And this is not about making you feel guilty. However, I want to flip the side and be like, because this is, you know, a podcast about self-love and our journeys and stuff like that, is knowing that sometimes we can use ex- self-love as an excuse. So it's getting down to like, what does my body really need? Like, is sugar what it really needs? Or is this an excuse that I'm using just so I can have it and feel better about eating it? And again, there's no wrong about having sugar now and then. But it's it's understanding when we use self-love as an excuse for something. And this doesn't have to be just sugar-related or food-related. This can be anything in our lives. You know, staying in in a relationship or, you know, just anything can we can use self we can use anything as an excuse and self-love is no different so it's getting really clear on who you are what you need and I mean really need not what the surface looks like and needs but what you need okay so what am I gonna do again self-care love myself like on so many crazy levels it reminds me of what I do on my week before my period because with the stress levels, I've, you know, things have just been different. 
And I've experienced PMS. And I got to a point where I never had any symptoms because I was so in tuned with myself. And my self-love practice was solid, rock solid. But lately with kids, you know, growing up and I'm not having as much me time, I've been finding it a struggle. So I actually have like um, the week before my period is I do like super self-care week. And I just, if I don't feel like doing certain things, but I need to like slow down, like so more meditating, more yoga, more inner word things instead of like, you know, jumping on the trampoline, <laughs> you know, things like that where it just doesn't feel good. Uh, or what, but like listen more to my body. Maybe it is I need to jump on, more on the trampoline or go for a walk, kind of things like that. But it's listening to my body like crazy levels, like super sensitive to what I need that week. And if I need just a day to, you know, sit by the ocean or, you know, read or things like that, it's being very mindful that week of my needs, have a bath, those kinds of things. So anyways, so that is what I'm going to be doing when I am saying goodbye to sugar this week. I'm also doing a five-day, the five-day mimicking fast. Now, if you've never done that, I don't encourage you to do it alone. I've done it a lot with a group and then I now do it on my own when I feel in tune to do it. There's many reasons to do it. One, I do it to counter, like to reset my body. Another one is it re- it helps like your cells and things like that. And not to mention, it also helps release extra weight, uh, which is awesome when I, you know you're indulging in too much sugar. It, all these things work really well. So a lot of people that are really mindful of their health do it about four times a year, I believe. If they think that's what they do. So and then it's become things. But anyways, I don't encourage you to do it unless. You know, do it with somebody like that's been involved. It's a very you can actually buy the food and the the plan and things like that. But like I do, I do all the food like myself. I don't buy the packaged food because um, you know there's a high price point on that for a week worth of food or little very little food. So, anyways, but I, like I said, I've done that before. So I don't. This is not about fasting and things like that. But I'm just sharing with what I'm doing and I'm resetting my body. So for like if for anybody else, I'd be like heavy on the smoothies. And I mean, I don't mean like the yogurt. I don't like you can have yogurt in there, but like not the like the sweet yogurt. Uh, when people say, think smoothies, like I still know tons of people that do smoothies and they do it with like tons of fruit flavored, high sweet like sugar yogurt and things like that. Um, but I'm talking like spinach and like an avocado and if you want maybe a little bit of fruit in there, but like more green than fruit, like heavy on the vegetables. And actually before broccoli became a thing I've been avoiding, I actually would put broccoli in my smoothies as well. Broccoli, carrots, like anything and everything I could find uh, that was a vegetable. And carrots are nice because it's a vegetable, but it's sweet. Anyway, so... I would just be, if this is you and you're like, hey, I would like to break up with sugar too. I would take a week or two just to be more in self-care. And I would definitely meal prep. Meal planning is super, super key. And uh, just really, you know, pick vegetables over sugar. And if you really need sugar, then pick fruit. And the other one is when you're when you're eliminating sugar, it's eating more protein and fiber. So fruit and vegetables are really handy. 
and uh, and then protein so like nuts a lot of nuts and seeds and and things like that so and just be gentle on yourself and I want to put in here too like if if this is something you're like yes I want to break up with sugar slow and steady too so maybe I don't know what your level of um of sugar is so if you're drinking pop like every day or at least at least a couple times a week or sh- uh, juice and things like that, then maybe it's cutting it out s- like slowly. So I've already been on this <laughs> this journey a few times. Uh, so I don't drink pop like on like rare occasions. And juice is definitely not a thing either unless like for Easter we had like mimosas. So I had some juice. Uh, but for the most part, I don't have – unless it's like for my juicer where it's mostly vegetables being juiced, I don't have juice or pop. So like if that's you and you're there, that's totally cool. But slow it – like slow and steady wins the race sometimes. Uh, I've just been eating too much Easter candy and chocolate. Uh, and then, you know, allowing myself to have a donut here or like a cookie or, you know, like a pastry from the bakery here and there. So it's about like, whoa, I can have that now and then, but maybe like once in a while, like once every couple of weeks or something like that. So it's just being more mindful. And honestly, like there's going to be ice cream happening this summer because we have this beautiful ice cream um, place on the on the water that we go to and they know our names and it's just something. But maybe we'll go and the kids will have something and I won't every time uh, because we go there like weekly. So just being mindful and, and telling people around you what you're doing. Get support if you need it. Like I said, I was in a group uh, and actually I'm still part of the group. It just um, having support when you're changing something and it's really important to take care of you when you're changing something so this can be anything in life and I'm just trying to think if there's anything else but just definitely lean lean on on fruit and eat lots of protein and fiber and that will help move things along. Oh, and the other one is drink lots of water because we want to flush the sugar out of your system. So lots of lots of water, herbal teas. And uh, if you drink, if you're a type of person, I used to have coffee with, I think it was sugar only. I thought it was better than having cream in my coffee. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you, you think one thing and you're like, wait a second. Anyways, I actually drink black coffee now. Actually, this morning, right before the podcast, I drank coffee with a scoop of collagen in it. And it's just slow and steady. So if you are a person that does like a triple-triple, like three sugars, three cream, maybe bring it down to two or one and ease out of it. It's it's amazing where sugar hides out too. So just be mindful of that. Like this is not a podcast about like how to eliminate everything about sugar. But if you're finding that maybe you're indulging in a little bit more sugar than you'd like, it's knowing that, well, one, you're not alone. It happens to the best of us. And it's kind of normal. Our bodies, you know, just once you get a bite, you want more kind of thing. So if you want to, you know, eliminate sugar, either slowly start or like I know, I know people that even like quit smoking. It's either like some people scale back how much or they go cold turkey 
And it really depends on your personality. I personally need to do all or nothing. Like I can't slowly erase, like I need to just, okay, no more sugar. (laughs) Um, Other than like, okay, so I'll have a dessert this day with my family or something like that, or I'll have a treat, whatever that may be. But I need to go like completely, like it needs to be out of my my life (laughs) Um, because that's just how I roll. It's with everything. I I don't like to go slowly. <laughs> I like to just anyways, it's a patient thing, I guess. But I also know that I've done this before and yeah, it's just easier for me to just say goodbye to sugar once and for all, like and then have it just on a rare occasion. So it's whatever works for you. But Getting rid of sugar is a really good thing. So something brought you to listen to this episode. So that's great. Yay. And hopefully you're taking something from this uh, and some level. And if you're like, yeah, I want to have less sugar in my life, start paying attention. Even bring, um, start a journal or keep journaling about how you feel when you're eliminating sugar. I'm sure there is going to be probably a little bit of it's going to be a little challenging at first, right? You know, there's the saying from Robin Sharma, the beginning is hard, the middle is messy, but the end is beautiful. So anything that we start, even if it's eliminating sugar out of our diet, can be challenging and it's going to get messy. And then it's going to be like, why did I ever have sugar in my life? So it's going to be this one. And like, this is why this story is so embarrassing because I know how amazing I feel when I don't have sugar in my life. I've kind of let sugar, like I said, take over because it feels good. It feels really good having sugar, but at the same time, it doesn't. And it can be challenging because I have two young kids that, you know, they have sugar sometimes um, because they have candy at different times uh, in uh, holiday seasons and stuff like that. So anyways, it's being mindful of how you feel. And then that helps us stay true to what our bodies need. Because when we start doing things that feel good, then we continue to do them. Like I remember, you know, like even like a workout, right? You, like sometimes you don't want to work out. And you're like, ugh. But you push yourself and you do it anyways. And then after that workout, you're like, oh my goodness, I feel so good. Like a hike or, you know, jumping on the trampoline. Like you don't, even yoga. There's mornings where I'm like, I don't really want to do yoga. And then after I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did yoga. Same thing with sugar. It's going to feel like, oh, what am I doing? Why did I do this? And then, oh, this, this this is what energy feels like. Not this false sense of energy that sugar gives us. So I hope this has helped on some level. I know I don't, it's not like, I don't want to talk always too much about food, but I wanted to share my struggles with sugar uh, because they're real. And like I said, I didn't, (laughs) I felt embarrassed to share it a little bit because it's like, man, I've been on this path again. So we do, you know, make the same mistakes. Sometimes we fall off the wagon and it's about what we do with it. So I'm sharing my own struggles and hoping that this helps somebody else, motivates you, and, you know, embrace the vegetables. And 
you know, protein and fiber to, and water. Water's amazing. I love water. Actually, my kids are just, they, they're like, ha, ah, water. They, you know, we, you can crave water. It's pretty amazing. So, and I used to drink so much pop. So if you're there, you can do anything, you know, you put your mind to. So you can do this, either baby steps or ginormous giant steps, whatever feels right to you. Because what I've learned the most on my self-love journey, my struggles with my weight and food and all that fun jazz is you got to listen to yourself, like listen from within because we all need something a little different. All our circumstances are different on some, like we all have struggles and challenges, but we, they're all different levels and they're, you know, so many different things. So get tuned into who you are, what your needs are and what your body needs. And then remember not to make excuses with self-care or, or sorry, self-love, but being like, I'm getting really in tuned with like, what does taking care of my body truly mean? Taking care of my mind. You know, if you're constantly thinking about sugar, you can't be creating or following your dreams because you're just so, so obsessed about like, I need my sugar fix, right? Like it can get seriously crazy depending on, you know, sugar. Sugar is a crazy thing. So if it's time for you to say goodbye to sugar, I'm here for you. If you're not and you're like, oh, I still love sugar, whatever. That's totally cool too. No judgment. <sighs> but you're not alone on the sugar craze. Uh, it can be it can be challenging. So take a deep breath. Let it all out and know that you got this, whatever form that is to you and your body and your mind. Take care and I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.